Hello, Relovers. I'm Dr. Ezzy Spencer. I am your host of the Relove podcast. I am an author, a coach, and a love doctor, which means that I help brilliant, magical women to find love, to create beautiful, loving partnership with the person that they've been calling in for so long. And I also help women to recover from heartbreak. It's actually a big part of what I do. Many of the brilliant magical women who come to work from work with me have had toxic relationships or difficult relationships in the past, and that has really wounded their sense of self, has really rocked their confidence to the core, and oftentimes they've been blindsided by infidelity or by someone just turning out not to be what they presented to be or who the woman really thought they were coming into a relationship with. So today in this episode, I wanted to speak through how to heal your heart and feel whole after a breakup. If you know a friend who's currently picking up the pieces, you may wish to flick on this episode to them. If you are in this situation right now yourself, then this episode is designed to give you some solace as well as a few practical tips. So I will be speaking through some of the things which I share with my clients when they are in that place of really wanting to get back into, you know, that happy and settled place that they were in before. So wanting to return to the state before the breakup where they really did feel trust in themselves and in their ability to discern who was going to be the right choice for them. Um, when they were really feeling in that happy, uh, sparkly state, you know, really connected in with their own personal magic. So, um, first thing that I will share here is actually something which I learned from the poet David White, who I absolutely adore. I have a book of his poems, um, consolations actually near me at all times. And I highly recommend that you do check out uh, David White's work if you haven't already. Even just listening to him to recite poetry could be so calming. And one of the things that he says is that the only cure for grief is grief. What is so important is to allow yourself the space to grieve and Sometimes when you're going down into your the caverns of your of your heart when it's been really broken, then it might surprise you that there is another layer to go to. And so allowing yourself to feel the feelings to the extent that you can. Um, if you're really worried about opening up the door to emotion and then drowning in tears and sorrow and grief and feeling like maybe you'll never come out the other side and therefore resisting going in and feeling it in the first instance, then it's only going to prolong the pain. Because here's the thing, you can't actually make the grief go away by ignoring it or compartmentalizing it. If you keep it there, you know, it can actually harden. And so, it might be that you're actually unduly lengthening the period of recovery. If you don't feel the grief fully, then you might end up taking a long time to really get over what happened. You might end up obsessing or looping or continuing to um, you know, rehash what happened, what went wrong, why didn't you see the signs, uh, all those kind of things. 
And so the invitation is to just allow yourself to drop gently out of the mind and to come down into the feelings and to feel them all the way down to the bottom because the only cure for grief is grief. And this is going to support you to move through it and to eventually let it go and to heal your heart and to feel like you are in a place where you are feeling, you know, good and centered and whole inside of yourself. Again, you're able to regulate your emotions. You're able to feel relaxed and calm again, positive about the future, eventually able to put yourself back out there again in order to create new love. Uh, but you don't want to rush that process. You don't want to skip through actually feeling the feelings. The only cure for grief is grief. And then Again, another reason to feel all the feelings all the way down to the bottom of the feelings um, and just letting there be the waves of the feelings and letting there be good days and more challenging days is that you are much more likely to then recover quickly and to be willing to open your heart again. And so one of the things that happens, and again, I feel like I'm going to quote David White, it's coming through. One of the things that he says is that, and I'm probably going to paraphrase here, but that heartbreak is going to be inevitable if you open your heart in love. If you walk the path as a sincere person, then heartbreak will be inevitable on that path. And it doesn't mean that you have done anything wrong. It shows that you are a genuine person, someone who is genuinely on the path to creating love. And there are going to be bumps along the way. That's actually part of the process. This is human relationships. This is not a computer game. This is not a spreadsheet. This is not a tick the box. It's not a linear path. There are going to be um, spirals in the relating process. There are going to be ups and downs. And so invitation is not to harden your heart and again, not to push that grief down, but allow yourself to actually feel what is there. And then from that place, be able to um, move through it. So the risk is if you don't do this, is that the grief then becomes calcified, it becomes hard, and it becomes like a layer of protection or a fortress wall around your heart. And whilst that might seem in the short term, something that might be easier for you to cope with, what's happening is that you're numbing. You're not actually allowing yourself to move through the emotion that's there. And the long-term risk is then you're going to block new people coming into your life who might be willing and able to treat you with the love and the respect and the compassion that you deserve. So you can absolutely create something beautiful after a relationship breaks down and after heartbreak, it's not too late. You know, you're not damaged as a result of what happened. You're not stupid as a result of being a good-hearted person who was willing to walk that path of love and to give it a go. These are the exact qualities that you do want to retain and you don't want to put up that wall around your heart. You don't want to end up on the island longer term. So this is another really important reason why, even though it's hard in the short term, it is important to keep feeling those feelings and allow yourself to cry it out. Tears are an amazing catharsis. This is an incredible release. 
Now, the next thing I suggest that you do is to make sure that you are practicing self-compassion and self-forgiveness through the process. And so many times when we're looking back on past relationships or past quotation mark failures, uh, we can get into rumination and we can really lose uh, control of the inner critic inside of our heads, which is not actually us. It's not aligned with our true real inner voice, our higher wisdom, which always speaks with a tone of love and compassion and kindness to self. But that inner critic can really get the flogging stick out and just start to make us feel like we are stupid or that we did the wrong thing or that it is our fault because we made the wrong choice or we rushed or we were too anxious or we were uh, not engaged enough. This sense of maybe if I had done that, then there would be something different now. And so the invitation is let that inner critic be calmed and soothed and quelled by an inner voice of self-compassion and self-forgiveness. This is actually one of the most important practices which you can cultivate with yourself. And it's always the right time to start right here, right now with this, but it's something which is actually important to build the muscle on over time. So doing uh, self-compassion is uh, and compassion celebrations is actually a daily part of the relove practice, which I take people through when I take them through the deep dive relove experience. And the reason for that is, is that once you do work that self-compassion muscle over time, ultimately you will start to get wired into the positivity matrix that will start to be your default go-to voice, your true inner voice, your real inner wisdom, your voice of your higher self or your heart is only ever going to speak with soft, loving kindness to yourself. And so again, I invite you to start this practice right here, right now, whenever you notice yourself going into the rumination or thinking about what you could have done better or different. And even if that is true, by the way, even if maybe you could have done something differently or said something differently, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't then practice self-compassion and self-forgiveness. The invitation is actually to double down on self-compassion and self-forgiveness. So that is the perfect time to start this practice. Now it's really when the rubber hits the road and you are heartbroken after a breakup, um, that this is going to be essential and then also bear fruit over time. But don't give up that practice once you have moved through this period of time, because you will move through this period of time. This too will pass. I know that when you're really in the thick of it, you feel like it will never be different, but it will be different. But I invite you to continue that practice of self-compassion and self-forgiveness going forwards in your life. It's one of the most powerful tools that you can have in your daily ritual toolkit. And I mean, I love me some crystals and oracle cards and all of the things, but self-compassion and self-forgiveness is just, you know, absolutely essential. Um, and the great thing about it is that you don't actually need anything else except for you and a willingness to keep returning back to speaking to yourself kindly, to just interrupt that, uh, thought or the, um, the whipping of the inner critic whenever you notice that it, that it crops up. And then what I'd invite you to do thirdly is to refocus back on you. So to tune into your heart and ask what your heart needs right now. You can, you know, address yourself uh, now if you, if you wish, and as you're listening to this. So you can take a moment to pause while you're listening to the recording, close your eyes, put one hand onto your heart and breathe in through your nose if you're not already. 
So taking in a deep breath through your nose and ask your heart now, what do I need right now? So continuing to breathe in through your nose while you just listen to the answer. What do I need right now? Mm, I just love those birds. I don't know when that came through on the recording, but they came through with a beautiful answer. So I am curious what came up for you. What does your heart need right now? And this is a beautiful recentering practice. Whenever you're feeling like really in the grips of the emotion or some of the negative thought patterns or anything that is uh, having you go down into a despair cycle, like this is too late. Now you'll never find love. Now you'll never have a family or your kids will never have a co-parent. Just inviting you to come back into that beautiful place of connection with your own heart and to ask yourself that question, what does my heart need right now? And then, of course, if you're given uh, guidance from your own inner voice, from your own inner wisdom, from your own heart through that process, then right away, do something with that guidance. Implement that right away. Honor the whisperings and the yearnings and the request of your heart. And you might be wanting to refocus back on you, what it is that you are creating and what is possible for you. And I do have a beautiful love potion, which is a much longer audio download, which you can get for free from my website, essiespencer.com. You get the love potion when you go through the uh, free quiz, which is on the website, where are you blocked in love? With the result, you'll get an email with that free love potion. And that's a much longer version of that very quick heart check-in, which I just shared with you now. And so I do recommend that you go and do the quiz, get the free download of the love potion and set aside the time to do that deeper dive, that deeper dialogue with your heart, because it's going to support you to refocus back on you, what is actually possible for you and what it is that you are creating in life and in love moving forwards. And that's going to shift the emphasis away from the X, away from the past and away from anything that you might be internalizing as a sense of personal failure. And it's going to shift your gaze forward to what is still possible for you. And it's also going to wire you back into the positivity matrix, which is where you're going to start to feel really positive, centered, grounded, balanced again, where you can start to focus back on work again and back on friendships and back on yourself and your self-care and your self-love and rebuilding your sense of self-esteem and self-worth. And then from that place, uh, you know, really at the right time for you, be able to move back out into the world and to be visible again and start to call in someone who's actually going to be there for you. Someone who is ready, who is willing, who is awesome, who's going to cherish you and treat you as you absolutely deserve to be treated. That is possible for you. I have helped so many women move through heartbreak and really um, dysfunctional relationship dynamics and toxic relationship dynamics in the past as well. Things sometimes that they've been hanging on to for years. I support them to move through this and to put themselves back into the driver's seat in their own heart and then to create something even 
better, not despite what happened, but actually because of what happened, because there's an enormous amount of wisdom about yourself, about love, about relationships that you have gained through this process. And once you get into a place of healing and feeling whole again, then you are going to really be able to look back and to see just how much you've grown through this experience. I promise that's going to be the case for you. So to summarize this episode, firstly, feel the feelings all the way down to the bottom. The only cure for grief is grief. No need to beat yourself up if you're still crying, even though your mind wants you to be finished in the grieving process. You know, the invitation is to actually just allow the process to be what it is and know that the more willing you are to actually go and feel the feelings, the faster it's going to move through. Then I also invite you to practice self-compassion and self-forgiveness, essential tools in terms of building a solid foundation of self-worth, self-love, self-confidence, self-belief. It's going to absolutely change your vibration. And this is the perfect time to start interrupt any of those thoughts that are coming in, particularly when you come into, you know, ruminating on what you did wrong or what you could have done better and meet that with self-compassion and self-forgiveness, even if it is true, or even if your mind thinks it's true and allow yourself to focus back on yourself. So you might want to ask your heart, what does it need right now? And you might also want to go and download that free love potion from my website, ezyspencer.com to support you to go through the re-anchoring into you and your own personal love blueprint. What is actually encoded inside of you in terms of that next level, beautiful divine union, soulful relationship where you are cherished as you really deserve. So I'd love to hear if this episode helps you. You are welcome to reach out to me on uh, Instagram. My handle is Ezzy Spencer and I love hearing from you. I love getting questions from you for future podcast episodes. Uh, You can also check out the Relove program over on my website, ezzyspencer.com. I am enrolling for the next intake now, and this is a beautiful deep dive for women who are wanting to build that beautiful relationship with self. So that next level, high quality relationship with self, and then feeling confident again to put themselves out there again to then call in real love, real next level love. So metabolize all of the lessons that you have experienced through this process and ensure that you are feeling really grounded and integrated and whole in that. Heartbreak is extremely painful, of course, but it also has a habit of breaking you open and it can break you open to even greater love. And I know this to be true. I just know this with every single fiber of my being. I have lived this and I have supported so many other women to go through this process too. So go and check out ezyspencer.com for more details about the Relove program. Pop in an expression of interest if you have questions or you would like to discuss further with me about whether this is the right time for you or whether the program is the right fit for you at um well, at this time, but then also in general, really happy to connect with you about any of that. Uh, please do tune into your own intuition, see if it is a fit for you. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. I know that you're going to get through this. I absolutely know there's something beautiful for you on the other side of this. And I'm wishing you all the love. 